episode 297. Upload date, Thursday, September 22nd. Here we go. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we have conversations about things that you are already conversating about with your family and your friends and your coworkers. Talk about current events and pop culture and trends and headlines and the news, social media, concerts, country music, endearing and revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Welcome to my second act. My name is Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. This episode, we're going to jump right into it. Here we go. Monday, September 19th. The story dropped that Maroon 5 frontman Adam Levine, former voice coach Adam Levine, was allegedly having an affair with an Instagram model. Her name is Summer Stroh, S-T-R-O-H, like the old beer. If you go back to August 13th on her TikTok account, which is where she dropped the crumbs, right? Where she dropped the, what do you call it? The dirt or mm-hmm. on Monday. If you go back to August. The receipts. If you go back to August 13th. The tea. On her TikTok account. Somebody loves you, but they've not told you yet. About with somebody that's clearly toxic, clearly not the person for you. So they're afraid to come forward and tell you something. This could be somebody you already know. This person really likes you, um, but I feel they'll be coming in. This could be a friend of yours or an ex. So this is a sneaky link. That this was this this card reading duet that she did with this lady was she was laying the foundation for the big drop to come after he had slid into her DMs. Correct. Yeah, yeah, she knew what she was doing, definitely. Of course, but as far back as August thirteenth is my point. Right. All right, I'm going to sit back and let you take it. He um, slid into this summer Stroh's DMs um, and asked her if he could name his new baby that he's having with his wife, Sumner, after her. He says, okay, serious question. I'm having another baby. And if it's a boy, I really want to name it Sumner. You okay with that? Dead serious, he appears to have written, followed by a single eh, shrug emoji. This is my favorite part. Honestly, the inclusion of the shrug emoji convinces me that this is real because idiot men love the shrug. And so now it's coming out that in the past he had done um, an article with, I think, Cosmopolitan saying that um, monogamy is not in people's genetic makeup. Um, He did this in 2009. People cheat. I've cheated. You know what? There's nothing worse than the feeling of doing it. And he is taking so much heat um, for everything, for everything for this cringy, cringy, cringy crap that he's pulling. And then this whole article. And I think what drives people like the craziest about it is it's this very entitled way of like, I don't even know, like reconciling what he's done. Like I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, yeah, I'm still with my wife and I'm having a baby, but you know, are you okay if I name, like you're going to name your baby unbeknownst to your wife after someone you were having an affair with 
And I've heard of these stories before. And then here's what happens. At some point, his wife would or has now become privy to this. Like, thank God they didn't name the baby that. Imagine that being your kid. And your kid's like seven, eight years old and has lived with the name Sumner. And it comes out why this person was so adamant about naming this child this. How do you look at your kid then every time and not think about that? And now you've involved this kid. Like, what is wrong with people? The alleged affair happened last year, right after she graduated college. She's 23, he's 43. There was a series of, of direct messages. I leaked hell she put them on TikTok. They included the following conversations. It is truly unreal how effing hot you are, like it blows my mind, is, is what he said to her. She responds, I mean, I think the same, seeing you in person. All right, so here she's admitting they've seen each other. I was like, I'm effed. You are 50 times hotter in person, and so am I. Ha, 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 ha. He's 43 years old. Come on. She originally, initially wanted to handle matters privately, never wanted to come forward. However, she claimed someone in her circle had attempted to sell the messages to a tabloid. And at that point, she said, I, I, I don't want that, that, that stereotype. What would that stereotype be? I guess it being like a, um, a snitch or, 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 or like a, a goal, someone who breaks up a family. I'd sent some screenshots recklessly to a few friends I thought I trusted. Mm-hmm. One of them attempted to sell the screenshots to a tabloid. So here I am. So she wanted to, to, to come out and clear the air. All right. So so to- the question is, I, that's what I said to you. If, you. if he comes out, if he comes out and says, you know, which he has, I, I, but he hasn't admitted, you know, I, I stepped over the line or whatever. He says he was just flirting. Yeah. When people admit to mistakes, does it make people feel not better about it, but less... Like to say, like, I, I, I messed up. I really messed up. Does that, you know, I don't know. I'm so torn on this. I've, I was talking to two other girls, friends of mine about this today, because I knew we were going to talk about it. And they were saying, you know, women do this too, because there was a woman on the other side that had the affair with them. So I'm not just putting on some men, but it's the entitlement of just, yeah, I did it. I mean, I did it. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so, sir. Your wife is pregnant. You're basically, because, oh, they're together today, smiling in Malibu. That's just for a, a little bit until she can get to get to Laura Wasserman's office. But Who's that? Who's that? that famed divorce attorney that takes every female in Hollywood. But the thing is, it's like, so you blew up your family. You're not going to be with this 23-year-old girl. And most normal people, when they get kind of to a certain place in relationships or age, don't respect people who blow up their family that way. But most people are not going to be like, yeah, you know, that's the guy or girl that I want in my life. There's nothing wrong with getting divorced, you know, or, or not being in a relationship anymore, but have some freaking dignity. Like your wife's pregnant. And then, like I said, you're going to name this kid after her. And then so for the rest of her life. Well, did you, did you think he was seri- being serious about that, though? Probably. But if you're not, it's even worse. You're just gross. Because now you're some 43-year-old man. Instead of just saying, hey, do you want to go blah? It's like I got to slide into your DMs and make up some story. It's just like, stop it. You're so desperate. Just admit you're a dirtbag and go live a dirtbag life. But stop trying to. Because now he's going to, you know, on the apology tour, I'm so sorry. And, and that's what drives me crazy is then, well, I feel sorry for him. That's what those people do. Somehow turn it to where, I oh, know, I'm so sorry. And then people are like, well, I'm so glad you came clean. And, you know. You're honest. Yeah. 
You're honest. You're honest. So would you rather someone not be honest? It doesn't matter. I, I would I would not want to be with someone who um, lies and cheats. And so I, I think his his answer and his um, thing that everybody cheats and monogamy is another defense mechanism to make people feel like they're part of the... Like what he's doing is normal. Exactly. It's the normalization of poor behavior. And what we're teaching kids in... You know, I don't know, whatever. I mean, listen, he's going to have daughters. So again, when you wonder why your daughters don't want to get married, men who do this, and that they don't trust men, this is why. Because if a daughter sits there and sees the closest person in her life cheat on her mother or or her father, I mean, it goes both ways. It can go with a boy, you know? then expect to at some point be drug into a therapy session because that's I honestly I believe that's why so many kids like don't get married nowadays. You know, when we were growing up, if people said, you know, oh, do you want to get married and have a family? Yeah. You know, most of the time people did. Not maybe not right that minute. There's this whole generation who's like, oh, I don't know. Because you can't it's so hard to live a normal life when Everything's so accessible and people can do all this stuff. And so I just think I've had so many people say to me, don't you think it's kind of sad sometimes? Like this generation doesn't seem like, like, do you think they'll ever be able to get married and be married to one person? Because again, we didn't have all this stuff when we were growing up and our parents, your dad wasn't out, you know, for Brent, like when your dad, you've talked about it openly. So I'm not just bringing something up. Like when your dad was, you know, that mess was going on with your mom and Brenda. Exactly. He had to go to some links, you know, some links. No, she took the length out. She took the links out of his hair. But you know what I'm saying? Like now it's just, it's, it's so accessible. And so I think what's happened is it's the, it's the desensitization, the desensitization of everything that, oh yeah, well, nobody believes in monogamy. Ah, nobody believes in marriage. Oh, I was just kidding. Oh, it, it, yeah. Which has created an entire cottage industry, by the way, for people to write books about gaslighting and people who, make other people feel like they're crazy and all this stuff. So I'm hoping his wife tells him to take a big flying leap. Will she, you think? And he's a great looking man. He won't have any problem. He'll find another supermodel to do the same damn thing. What's what's the end result though? Because he's loaded, right? I mean, not, not because of music, he, uh, his family, right? Don't they own a department? Oh yeah. Department store chain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, that's the other thing is I think when people say that kind of stuff, okay, yes, there's that, but Ben, Ben Hottie Prinsloo or whatever. She probably loves her husband and loves her family. So, like when people say, "Oh, well, she's going to make a ton of money," and she did, well, guess what? Maybe she didn't want this to right. happen. Well, I wasn't saying that she did. Oh, I know, but I think people always say that too. Like, well, you She'll know, be okay, yeah. Well, okay, maybe not. You know, so I don't know. It's just a mess. It's a mess. And you know, the thing about this story is, there's always, and there'll be three more. But there's always one or two, like last year, you know, it was Johnny Depp, and this is not of that level. I'm saying. But, you know, don't you ever just sit back and go, I wonder what story like with Celebrity Land is going to break next that you're just going to be like, are you kidding me? And again, the story is not that he had an affair because that happens all the time. What's what's the story? The story is what a douchebag he was to put, to go into her DMs. Asking if she can can name name the baby after her. I mean, come on. Even that that is is tacky and, and it's everything that you say it is. However... 
you don't think he was serious, do you? I don't. I, yeah, no, I, I do. don't. I do. do I you? think he's so entitled that who knows? Honestly, who knows? Just I am untouchable. And what happens then is you become like, I know. Then he become. I, I can hear it now. He'll like. He'll become like I'm just a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. So then it's like okay, all right. So now we're back to you. Yeah, okay. So hopefully they all get it worked out. And you know she's pregnant. Maybe they will. You know people certainly do. Well, they were holding hands today. You know I'll tell you. Well, of course they are because the press is out and they don't want you know they don't want to appear that it's caused ripples. But you can imagine there's stuff flying behind the scenes or whatever. Um, I'll tell you another one is you know a lot of people do not like Giselle Bunchkin and all the stuff that was going on with Tom Brady and stuff. And she said something the other day, and I meant to take a screenshot or whatever. And she's taken so much heat about saying, you know, she's ready for Tom to retire and spend time with her. And this is not going to be the quote, but the gist of it was, and I've been thinking a lot about this. Why are people, she said, why are people coming at me for wanting to have my family whole? Whatever that means for me. That my husband's not getting hit in the head 42 times. That he's home on Sundays to spend time with our kids. Like, why does that bother? I mean, we get, she said, you know, I get the whole thing that people want Tom Brady to play football. But why am I such an evil person? For, for wanting that? Yeah. I don't think you're an evil person for wanting that. But I think that you, when you got into the marriage, he was already a, a player in the NFL. He was already working on Sundays. He yeah. was already traveling a lot. He was always, he was already away for training camp. He was, I mean, all those things are already in place. Yeah. Before she came into the picture and the kids came into the picture. I do get that. But I think that, she, you know, it's like sometimes like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, what's, so she wants her family to go. What's, what's so bad about that? Well, I think that the, the fans see it as she's trying to take him, being Tom Brady, away from Them. the sport, from yeah. the football and, and, and wins for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. And that's kind of what she was saying. This is larger than football. This is my husband being around to walk my daughter down the aisle and not having brain injuries and that kind of thing. You know what I mean? And she kept saying, you know, there's, there's that life. And then there's just a real life, you know, with, with people and emotions and kids. And I don't know, just tricky. Eighty percent of Americans said that they have not cried about the death of Queen Elizabeth, while the other twenty percent said, "No spoilers." And observance for the funeral flights in and out of London's Heathrow Airport were canceled or delayed. LaGuardia heard that and was like, uh, "That's uh, also why our flights are uh, <clears throat> out of respect, of course." I grew up in a family that were all royalists and today I think back to my grandparents because if my grandparents were alive they would have been here so it's nice to be here to celebrate with everybody you know the the life of her majesty and, and the legacy that she's left. Lucky as a nation to have someone that has led us the way her majesty has led us with kindness with caring and always reassurance her majesty was someone special and will be missed not just by everyone in our country but everyone around the world that is david beckham who stood in the queue for 13 hours with other mourners to pay respect to queen elizabeth and um if if i i've thought a lot about this like if you and I lived in London, 
I can just imagine how this conversation would go down. Like I'd be like, all right, let's get ready and go get our morning clothes on and get queued up. And you'd be like, let's okay. I would have stood there for 11 hours. And let me tell you one thing. If I got into that queue and one of my top fivers, David Beckham, who he's hot as heck, but that's not what he's just such, he is, he is such a great dad to this little girl, Harper Grace, and he loves posh so much. I mean, they're just, it's just, it's crazy. I mean, can you imagine queuing up and there's David Beckham? He was offered the chance to skip and to go directly into the uh, Westminster, I get, where was, Westminster where, Abbey yeah, and, and go directly in and, and avoid the public and avoid the crowd and avoid the other mourners. And he, he refused. He said, no, I'm, I'm going to stand in line for, I don't know that he knew at the time, uh, 13 hours. What a fine man. Do you think the posh was at any point like, David, where the F are you? Or, you know, and where was she, by the way? Did she, did she queue she, up? To- she was in the VIP line. I guarantee you. Okay, yeah. She what was in the, done? she was what in the Virgin. Be honest. What would you have done? Would you have, would you have taken the option to, uh, to, to, get, to go to know, the Virgin a fa- Atlantic? A fast pass. A the- fast pass. No, a fast pass to go see the queen and pay your respects. I would have. I would have it, not turned down that okay, opportunity. Okay, if I had the option, I have to be honest, I would have done it. If I didn't have the option, though, I would have waited in the line. That's the difference. Like, if the option okay. wasn't there, fair, fair, you know fair, what I'm saying? Like, fair, sure. I would have waited in line. You, I don't think you would queue up. Uh, I would not have, no. You'd watch it on, the, would, B, you'd would, watch would, on have, the BBC. I would have emailed or, or texted somebody or, you know, I would sign the, sign the registry on my way out or something, but I would not have stood in line that long. I, I watched the whole funeral. Now, I tell you, when I dipped what? out. Yeah. I, I don't. Where were you? Was Were you watching it with me? I was not, no. Okay, yeah, I watched the whole thing, but here's the thing. I did duck out on that two-hour drive. Yeah, I went and got some work yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. Not on myself. I mean, I w- listen, I wish I could, but I didn't. Um, but I just went and did some some work. So It's a very long process. Yes, and I'll tell you who I felt bad for were the commentators on ABC. Because while CBS went to, and maybe that's when they went to like the prices Right and stuff when they were They were taking dropped, through the countryside. Let me tell you something. ABC did not. Yeah. And oh, well, Amy Robach and Jay, what's his name? JT, I love that guy. Uh, TJ Holmes. TJ Holmes. I love him. They were real. I mean, they were almost like giddy. Well, let me tell point. you something. Let me tell you something. I saw all of them this morning on GMA. They got back last night. Okay. We need to do the timeline here. Uh, we're minutes away from midnight. Seriously. We're, we're recording this episode minutes before upload on Thursday, the 21st of September. It is Wednesday night, September 20th at <coughs> like 11 p.m. Uh, they got back from London last night and were on the set of GMA this morning. Even um, uh, ABC World News anchor. George Stephanopoulos. No, no, no. David Muir. Uh-huh. Uh, David uh, was even on, on World News Tonight tonight. Was was acknowledging the fact that they were all just beat down, yeah, just because of the time change and the jet lag, and then and then being on for that long. But they've been there for you know some of them. I think TJ and Amy, Amy Robach have been there. UGA graduate Amy Robach have been there for a week now. They had yeah, leading up to it. Yeah, it's a lot, and I mean we know with that time change and trying to get back over and everything. But I thought it was beautifully done, and I thought there were so many cool, um, not cool, cool is not the right word, but like tender moments. Um, and one that really, um, you know, how the Pope, when he, when the Pope mobile, yep. they create it to be glass, the, um, the hearse, so to speak, which was basically a, a Land Rover was created. Did you know this was designed and created by, by, um, Queen Elizabeth because when she passed every detail, every single detail of this funeral, she had written out. In detail. Yeah, there, was a, there was a name for it, like a code name, a project yes. name. I forgot what it is. And so it she was. created the look of this vehicle. Well, it would be like President Biden getting a Chevy. Well, no, know, but so, no, so it would be glass. So that because she knew that there were going to be people lined up. To see her after she to passed. To see her. And that there, were, there was going to be a limited number of people that would be able to see, you know, see that. So she, cre- she designed. Is that narcissistic? 
I don't think so when you're when you are when you have been ruling that long in the country. Since so you were twenty five years old. Yeah. She was ninety six, I think. Yeah. Long time. Yeah, and you could just see the grief on like William and I mean Harry's just it was just all over their face and Kate and, and even even that little the new king. Okay, how about when they had to sing um God bless the king? I wasn't watching. Yeah, in Westminster Abbey. It was fascinating because you're just waiting for it to come. Well, because that's the first time it's been performed. Yeah. 70-something years. And him and that old Camilla. She's dusty. Did you see the corgis? I did see. I love the corgis. And I'm just so glad that the corgis aren't going to Camilla. You know, the corgis need to go to someone who's warm, not not Cruella. Because she would cook those puppies up and put them in a shepherd pie. All right, Donna. CBS is facing criticism over its decision to end coverage of Queen Elizabeth's funeral in order to air episodes of Let's Make a Deal and The Price is Right. (laughs) Though, if you're a fan of those two shows, you've probably seen plenty of funerals. Three, two, one. And we're hot, Donna. Take it, gallery furniture. Well, it is that time. I mean, we're getting up here onto the holidays. Like, I don't know if you've been into any of the stores, but you know how you know, like, you go into Target and, like, when you see those dreaded school supplies, you're like, not today, Satan. And then, literally, a week later, guess what's out? Valentine's Day. Nope, Halloween. And then now we've jumped Halloween. Like, if you're trying to get a Halloween costume at Target for your kids, forget it. Yeah, you're because late. you're going to have to dress them like a damn pilgrim. It's Christmas. Because it's Thanksgiving. So, well, next year, Thanksgiving will go away. Yeah. Push so the, the holidays are coming, they're coming, they're coming. And I know every year, it's such a source of like anxiety for people when you have to host everybody over and you have said for a year, next year, I promise we're going to have enough chairs for me, mom, papa. We're going to have a bench for these damn kids to sit you can on sit comfortably. We're going, you know, we'll have it by next year. Well, your damn husband didn't buy you your piece of furniture. So, um, is it, is it his responsibility. Yes. Okay. So well, to release the funds. So here we are sitting here. And the turkey is coming down the road, and you need a place to put your turkey. So it is not too early to go up and start thinking about these beautiful farmhouse tables, these benches that they have, these other, you know, if you, and, and we talk a lot about the farmhouse look, and that's not everybody's thing. If you're more of a traditionalist and you want, you know, the table with the, you know, six, eight, 10 chairs, maybe, and you know, the great thing that I love about gallery is go ahead and get all your chairs for your setting and then grab you a couple of extra chairs. You know, because you know how you have to go, and we used to always have to do this. You got to go grab the rogue chairs, and somebody's got to sit on like the ottoman. Yep. Yeah. If, if not two or three of them, uh-huh. it's, un- it's uncomfortable because you're you're seated below the the, the table, the, table. the, yeah. um, the actual your, table. Your chin's resting on the yes, table. Yes, exactly. So go ahead and take care of this now, and then you can knock that off your list. And here's the thing: it's not going to bankrupt you. You're not going to not be able to afford your mashed potatoes. You're not going to be able to not afford your little rolls that everybody loves. Your your Parker House rolls. You're not going to be able not to afford your honey baked ham. Everything's going to be fine. So go up and see Donna. Go ahead and start picking out some of this furniture. And you know, it's not just about tables. Thanksgiving is also about watching that Macy's Parade. It's about watching football, and you need a nice, big sectional. And you know when your dad comes over and you want to be able to say to him, don't sit there, Papa, sit in my recliner. And you put him in there, and you... He falls asleep, and you take all the bills, cash out of his wallet. Yeah, exactly. That's what you do. So it's time to start doing that. It's time to start hoisting your bills. Gallery furniture, 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville, whether it's a dining room table, whether it is a sectional, whether it's a recliner. Do you think Donna listens to these commercials? I mean. I sent them to her. I sent okay. her checks. Yeah, okay. Recliners start at $299. All right, mm-hmm. so whatever you need to uh, get your home ready for the holidays, now it's time to start planning. 
Now it's time to start saving. You're going to do that every single day at Gallery Furniture. Ask for the Wolfman. Ask for Donna. Same place they've been for 40 years. 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. On Instagram, Gallery Furniture GA. Thank you, Donna, for your support of the podcast. They deliver the letter to you every Saturday morning at 910. The letter is our e-newsletter component to the podcast and radio show, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. It is the afternoon ride with Cadillac Jack on Atlanta's The Bear 92.5. So in the letter, you get all kinds of, uh, you get memes. Just sign up for the memes. Just about 13 memes every 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 issue. It's free, but uh, occasionally we do follow-ups. You know, our, if we talk about an article from a newspaper or a magazine, you get a link, and, and, and we do photos from our camera rolls for the week. Yeah, people have told me they love the photos. All that kind of stuff. And and, and, and this coming issue, 131, issue 131, because we're not going to have time to talk about it in this episode. So go to the letter. Uh, Mary Morris is whining to the LA Times and saying that she feels uncomfortable going to the CMA Awards in November. So if you were hoping for uh, you know, for 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 Brittany Aldean, Jason's wife, to pull a brick out of her fanny pack and just knock Mary Morris in the head, it's not gonna happen because Maren says, I feel uncomfortable. I can't go. I can't go. I feel uncomfortable. You brought this on yourself, bitch. You know, I mean it's, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. But I mean, why why would you go whine to the LA Times? But um yeah, is it any 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 and all of that to me? Here here's the uh, here's how you do it. Left on red. Red is the color, R-E-D, left on red to the number 22828. It's free. We don't sell you information. We don't share with anybody. Now, should the right offer come along? You're busting your stuff's out there. But as of right now, that offer has not come down. Left on red. Red is the color, R-E-D, to the number 22828. Gallery Furniture Gainesville delivers the letter to you each and every Saturday morning at 910. And we're grateful and thankful for that. Also, pod support from Awesome Alpharetta. I got the big Brew Moon Fest on a Saturday night. Yes. Dancing, shagging in the streets of Alpharetta. T-Mobile Home Internet, Internet Freedom. Free yourself from Internet BS, reliable Internet, 50 bucks a month. Guests of the My Second Night Podcast State Properties owned and managed by Paramount Hospitality Management. The brands you know depend on and trust. Marriott, Hilton, and Weston and Bright. More healthcare and Fateful Ford. FatefulFordGA.com. Like the remix, like how I did that right there. I love it. This is my, I love this song. Don't, don't you hear it again? But you're not playing a remix, are you? This no, is. I'm not okay. done. I'm just, I had to make that edit. I thought it did very well. With it. Yeah. I think I'm more impressed than you. Any Linux? Hang on, this is my favorite part. All right, so Annie Lennox. I was a huge Annie Lennox fan. But I don't care. Oh, the honey. Come from again. I know. If I can't have you. And sing. Okay, well. We were still going. Are we going to get in trouble? We're going to get in trouble. We're going okay. to C&D. So, Annie um, Lennox. Records. Annie Lennox was part of the Arrhythmics. Right. I, you know, I loved them together. In the early days of MTV, Dave Stewart, there was always this weird energy. Like, are they together? Are they not together? Are they brother and sister? Are they friends? Are they, what the heck's going on? And then they she went on out, out she went out on her own. And this was from um, the album Diva from 1992. Boy, I burnt this damn this uh, album down. I'm telling you. What was the year? 1992. 
Where were you in your life in 92? 92, I was living in um, Virginia Highlands, and I was at the Dark Horse Tavern, and I was at beer night every Wednesday at Atkins Park. And yeah, it was just a party. It was a big old party for people who had just, you, you ever seen those, I think you're maybe too young for this, but there were those Brat Pack videos, like, I mean, Brat Pack movies where, um, they had all kind of graduated, but like they lived in Chicago and they hung out together. And it was just like, it was a group of guys and girls and not necessarily people weren't dating, but it was just friends. And that's how my life was back then. And I think of the people that I hung out with and what they've gone on to do. And it's really some incredible stuff. I mean, friends of mine, but like one of them, you know, was head of L'Oreal. One of them is, um, anyways, does some stuff for Hulu and, you know, we were just all, because we all worked at this ad agency called Austin Kelly in, in the 90s. And it was just a big old party, a big old party. And everybody used to make the, my, their favorite line that I would always use, because it was kind of that period, there were a lot of like Jesus Jones and Jane's Addiction. And it was that kind of Pearl Jam. It was that kind of time period. And I would always go like to one of these shows. And I'm like, listen, I don't care what happens to me, but I don't want to get wet or bloody. And they'd be like, we got you. You don't want to get wet or bloody. Outside of that, anything goes. Anything goes. How about that? Yeah. Wet or bloody. Yeah. I don't want to get anything spilled on me, and I don't want to get in a fight, basically. Okay. So anyways, that's that. Um, love Annie Lennox. Okay, how about you? Uh, she Will Be Loved by Maroon 5. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Yep. I do love Maroon 5 music. What did you send me? What oh, pictures from London. I thought, because I just felt the phone vibrate. I knew I got a text. You know who I thought it was going to be? Mm. Carl Appen. Saying, where is where's this, this episode? Where's this madness? We are, we are, we are right, coming well, up on midnight. Let's get this wrapped. Uh, but thank you for the photos. We'll include them in the letter of uh, our trip to uh, to Wembley to see Ed Sheeran. How many years ago? It was 2019, I think. 2017, mm-hmm. 18? 18. It was 18, I think. Donner. Look at us sitting in the Queen's buggy. Yeah, it sounds dirty. Audio for this episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act from Seth Meyers, the late show on CBS, the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon on NBC. BMG Records and Annie Lennox, Tucker Carlson and Fox News, Sorority Life on Instagram, BBC London, ITV London, Mayor Morris and Sony Music Nashville. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen, production assistants from Steve Mitchell and Ingo, I-N-G-O, Ingo Studios in Atlanta. Got a third episode this week coming up Saturday on the Caddy and Donna Jack YouTube channel. And we'll continue conversations that we did not get to in this particular episode because we ran long with the Queen and also uh, beating up Adam Levine. Exclusively on the Cadillac Jack YouTube channel. That's where you find it, 6 p.m. Eastern, Saturday evening. New episodes on Tuesday, Thursday. Cadillac Jack, my second act part of the Appen Podcast Network. Mm-hmm.